he is risen. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. That's 1 Peter 1, 3. Hey, and with that, welcome with that, back. That's all you got to say right there. That's all you got to say. He he has risen. He is, is the Lord. risen. He's alive. So, he is alive and well. Um, Yeah, welcome back to the We're Not Here podcast. Um, I am, again, your co-host, Jimmy Sunshine, and you are... I am Dave Fridlin. I am the whitest white guy you will ever meet. Dave Fridlin. How are you doing, Dave? How Man, are you? I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, since nobody can see me... Yeah. Uh, actually, if they checked out... A, I can a, see you, Dave. Yeah, one of our recent promos on, on uh, hey. Facebook, you're going to be able to see yeah. me in my Easter shirt. Easter. What color is that, Dave? Well, this is a pastel... You want to call it a, a marine? Yeah, blue, okay. Like a f- or foam, foam, yeah. foam green, maybe? Once a year, man. I got this shirt and I pull it out once a year. I've had <laughs> it for about three, four years. And we went to breakfast yesterday. I had my mother in town. Nice. All the kids. And I don't mind saying this shirt pulls a lot of looks. Uh, people I are look like one big Easter egg walking down the street. <laughs> well, you, you look more, I mean, you're tall and, and thin, so maybe more like a. I don't know what what would you you're like. It makes me look a little. My wife says I'm too Brian Seacrest. I'm a little too Metro when I wear this shirt. Okay, All right, so I can see that. It's better to have earth tones on me. But <laughs> this is Easter, and you know, I know that's that's the pagan side of Easter, right? But it's a cool color. Yeah, and, it is. A, it's a nice shirt. I like yeah, it. The kids look at it like, Mom, look at that Easter egg. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Well, yeah, it is. Um, what some referred to as Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. Um, it's uh, Passover has happened um, for others, you know, celebrating Passover uh, at this time and um, the death and resurrection of of Jesus, you know, Yeshua on the cross. Um, yep. So w- wherever we land on that, uh, we, we may land on different in spots in that, um, you know, we may have differing opinions on the day and the time and was it really at this time? Was it really on a Friday? All that, you know. Yeah. But the bottom line is what we celebrate every single day is that he is risen. The reason yeah. we're doing this podcast is because he's risen. Um, the reason we are friends, the way anything, any the reason we have life is because he conquered death on the cross and he rose three days later and now we yeah. have eternity with him and that's why we're not here. Right. The only reason I'm sitting here is that's, because he has risen. That's right. That's yeah. right. You and me would be in completely different places than in, in the world. I don't, I'm not sure what, I know I would be in a gutter somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. on this planet, yeah. but uh, we're sitting here and it's amazing. Yeah. And it's all because of Christ. It's all because of him. And so um, this is what, this is why you're wearing the shirt today. And, uh, you know, this is, this is just a, it's a celebration day. It's a day of, to celebrate. It actually turns out to be my mom's birthday today. Her birthday oh, is always, you know, April 17th, which, you know, coincides with Easter. I think it's happened. She said, I think it happened, this is the third time in her lifetime that it's mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. Um, oh, but yeah. Because today is her birthday. Calendar rotation, yeah. Right, because of the, the rotation. But it's not been since she was young, like little. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Man. we're going out to dinner tonight. Nice. We're going to go have 
some steaks, you know, Morton's, I think. Are you tonight. keeping it to our hometown or are you venturing out? We're, we're going to go to Burbank. Um, the, Burbank, the, California. The nearest entertainment ones, capital of the world. Entertainment capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Where, they, where they film what? Everything from oh, Tonight Show. Tonight Show, Friends used to shoot yeah. there. I mean, they've got uh, Warner Brothers Studios. Right. Everything. Burbank yeah. is the. Is, I used to work in Burbank. That's when I worked for a post production company for yeah. film. Oh, Universal. Um, Universal's, the, yeah, Universal's every, right every down the street. Every back lot, man. All the big back right. lots are there. So that's cool. That's a great town. Yeah. You know, so great. Mom food. and dad want to go eat at Morton's. So we're going to go. I've never been. Never been to Morton's. Do you Steakhouse. know why there's such good food in that town and such variety? I don't. Because there's more of celebrities on uh-huh. a Tuesday afternoon looking for a great place to eat. Really? Off of the studio a lot because okay. they're working on shows. Right. So that's one of the hubs for food in Los Angeles because mm-hmm. simply because there's a, a high demand and, and um, you know, you, right. you, you're in the industry, you want to eat. That's where you, that's where you that's go. That's your eat. treat. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, well, I, I knew that there's a lot of people there because, you know, every, a lot of the... hottie tots running around <laughs> yeah that that's true yeah there's a lot of industry people also work behind the scenes who work in burbank too yeah. in the in the in the studios themselves or in the um you know you said the back lots and all the yeah the creatives work in in there too whether they are hottie toddy what did you say hottie toddy the hottie toddies hottie toddies or not they work there as well so yeah they and it's right next to uh bob hope it used to be bob hope airport now it's right a, what is it? It's just Burbank, Burbank Airport. Airport. Yeah. The Burbank Airport is, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I got a story for everything, right? You do, and I love it. I used to drive limos 20 years ago. Is that so right? One of my- You drove uh, limos for real? Yeah. And, I didn't know And, uh, oh, this is a great way to name drop. I, <laughs> you name a celebrity, I, I had a lot of them on okay. board. Uh, and one of my favorites was Jim Carrey. Okay. And, uh, hey, Jim, if you're out there, this is Dave, your limo driver. <laughs> Greatest guy on the planet tipped $100 bills. Wow. Every time you'd see him, what's up, Dave? He'd know you by name. Wow. I used to pick up him on every Thursday night, him and the whole male cast, mm-hmm. all those three or four guys, you know, the tall, funny guy. And then later they went on to do that comedy TV show. Um, uh, Living Color? Uh, no, no, no. One? It was uh, hosted by Drew Carey. And they're, they're just funny oh, stand-up improv. Any, it whose was line is improv. it anyway? Yeah, yeah. And so that whole group of guys i'd pick them up in a limo mm. every thursday night and i'd whip them over right after they finished taping right and friday was their live taping traditionally okay. in hollywood friday is a live taping right. for all these shows yeah i'd whip them over to um drive them over to a private jet at burbank airport mm. they would all get on it and they would fly to vegas to do some gambling wow. stay up all night this was their their agreement with jim carrey wow. i mean not jim carrey i'm sorry um um, Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Man, I, Drew, did I just Drew blow Carey. this? Did I say Jim Carrey? I was like, yeah, you said Jim Carrey. I had I'm like, Jim wow, Carrey on the Carey. mind because of the of the Oscars here. Oh, okay. But yeah, Drew Carey. Drew Remember the Carey. Drew Carey show? Got it. And they would go to Vegas. They'd stay up all night. Yeah. And the goal was that you come back an hour before the show and you, you'd walk in and you'd shoot it live after being up all night gambling <laughs> and, and having fun. Wow. And I did that. So I, That's I, crazy. Yeah, I had a beeper. They'd call me at 3 in the morning. I'd pick them up and I'd come back. Wow. And I drop them off, and they'd go in, dress, and they would shoot that show. How and old were I, you at the time? I'm going to say that not all not all of the cast was completely sober when they shot oh, that well, show. Oh well, I'm assuming. Yeah, but I, they that were. That's hardcore. 
that yeah. was part of the ritual of that particular show. Wow. The, but the nicest men, I mean, I, some of the nicest people I've ever met yeah. are, are in th- this industry. Yeah, and, for sure. I, I've known some, some really nice people who work in the industry as well. How old were you at the time when you were doing that? I was in my, uh, I was in my early 30s. Okay. And I, had, I was dating my wife. We're getting ready to get married, but I did it on, on the weekends. Okay. Always had a couple jobs. You know, right. In LA, you got to make extra money. So mm-hmm. I got on with a kind of a celebrity limo place and, and they would call me. And I had some very interesting people on board. Used to drive Tammy Faye Baker a lot. What? Yeah. I, I drive her back and forth. She lived in Palm Springs. Okay. And they, she did the Jim J. Bullock. Jim J. Tammy Faye oh, TV yeah, show. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And she became a good friend. And she's a very sweet lady. Yeah. Not, not what the TV's, oh, yeah. the, the, I've, I've me- the I media made her out too. to be. Right. And she, that makeup, she would put it on in a studio. Yeah. Um, because that was her. It was a character. Her signature It was a, it was a caricature that she put Other than yeah. that, sweetest lady. Yeah. She would invite us. She would, come on, when are you going to bring your girlfriend to Palm Springs and you mm. can you stay with us. We want to take you to dinner. Very, very nice person. So, um, I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just, no, I mean, you've lived quite a life, Dave. You've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of things, but I'll stop there because I don't want to use up all my good stuff for, you know, for the next five (laughs) years of of episodes. For future episodes. (laughs) Anyway, that's, but enough about me. So what do you think about me, James? Well, let me see, Dave. Uh, the shirt is beautiful. Uh, the hair is done up today. I like it. I think that was um, <laughs> a line my dad used to use. What do use. you think about me? Enough about me. So what do you think about me? <laughs> um, I, th- my celebrity thing, I think I've seen a few here and there in my time, especially when I was working for the post-production company. Yeah. Um, I would see people walking around the lots here and there because I would have to take film. I, I used to drive um, and then do some post-production work on films and stuff, but I would drive a lot down to Hollywood and take, film negatives down so they could be color timed and all yeah. that. And so I would run into some like I think I saw um uh what is what is his name? I just uh, Adam Sandler I think. I saw him one time. Oh. And I think he had just finished Waterboy or one of those movies. Um I saw Kurt Cameron. He lived out here anyway. He lived out I've here in the valley, right? Valley, I yeah. Think. yeah. Or Chatsworth something like that. Um I saw a couple different. I, I can't even remember their names. You know, not a real big. I, I never seen. I've never seen a whole lot. I've never talked to anybody. Never. And I've lived in this town for a long time. Did you happen I to just, say you know, Adam Sandler? I did. Oh, James, have, do you know I have a story you for have, everything? You wanna? You wanna? You wanna tell that? I'm one? gonna do this in thirty seconds tell or less. Quick. So my wife and I are Boy Scout leaders for twelve years. Okay. okay. All these kids in this town. You know, all the ones that aren't in jail, you most likely went through Boy Scouts with us. Okay. <laughs> and one of the kids, wonderful young kid, he was in fifth grade. Okay. His dad was on, you know, Adam Sandler when he did a series of movies. Mm-hmm. He used the same crew, the same people, right. every right. person, yeah. because he believed in keeping the families, keeping those checks rolling. Right. So when you came on on his production company, if you were a driver, a truck driver, anything, yeah. you would be uh, there for, you know, until until Adam Sandler dies, basically. He's wow. a very, very pro-family guy. Yeah. 
So this kid is, it goes to a, a local, he was in the same class as one of my sons mm. and Miles. And he told, they had some sort of a book report or something. And he told in front of the class that his friend was Adam Sandler mm. and all, you know, the bullies come out of the woodwork and they uh. started laughing at him. You don't know Adam Sandler. Right, right. And so long story short, got back to Adam Sandler middle of class a couple days later i don't know if it was a week later mm -hmm. knock on the door and the teacher opens it up and it's adam <laughs> sandler and he's like hi i'm just here to see see my best buddy miles and taking the lunch well, isn't that walks um, into the class okay. yeah ended up talking to the class yeah. and played up the kid and said he's one of my buddies man uh -huh. and they and that kid uh you know head and shoulders up for the rest oh, of sure. the rest of the year i'm and sure so he's that kind of guy wasn't that a movie script too? What what didn't he do a movie like that? He may or when he went back to school or something like that. He went to elementary school and yeah. he was the kid was being bullied and he backed him up. I don't know something that kind of sounds That's like. That's how too. the story went. Are you yeah, sure his parents told, told <laughs> no his his mom and dad told us that. Oh, okay, and okay. I was blown away and and um, so that that you know there's some special yeah. people in this in this industry, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, we we live in this town. Um, we live kind of far from where all that is, but there is a lot of studios. Well, stuff we live and far, but what you know, our town actually, there's is a known lot of as, people live up here too, as well. Yeah, know. we're known as Little Hollywood in Santa, Santa Clarita. Clarita. Is yeah, that right. Oh, because the official of name because we've got Disney studios, studios. Right. Right. Okay. We've got the Rye Candy Business Park. We've yeah. got Santa Clarita Studios. Yeah, and a lot of people live out here. A lot of the celebrities will move out here and live. Lots of celebrities in the in the suburbs. So, yeah, yeah you'll see him around. See you'll see him at the drugstore, and you're like, "Man, that guy looks familiar." Really? I've ne see. I've never seen anyone. Are you no kidding one. me? No one. Not oh out here. Gosh. I've never seen anyone out here. Maybe, maybe like years ago. I can't even remember the guy's name, whatever. But yeah, I don't, I've never seen anybody. A couple of years ago, Man, we pulled crazy. up into uh, <laughs> Rite Aid parking lot right here. My son and I. Yeah, right down the street. Oh wow! And there's this beautiful black. Um, can't remember what kind of car it was. It was a, uh, you know, expensive car sitting yeah. out there. And my son's like, "Dad, look at this beautiful car." And yeah. He was, he was, uh, you know, maybe eighteen, nineteen, twenty, right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And so we're getting in our car. We're parked next next to him, and he comes walking out. And it's a tall guy with a, with a, uh, goatee. Mm -hmm. Good looking young guy. Okay. And I said, "Man, that guy looks familiar. Who is that? Is that one of your?" Teachers, Jake, he mm -hmm. looks really familiar. And yeah. Jake, my son, looks at me and says, Dad, that's one of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and I remember the tall the tall guy that had the black uh, hair, I black goatee. So. I think so. And we looked him up, and he, he's got a, a couple, three kids. He lives down in San Canyon, down the street. Really? Yeah. Okay, San Canyon. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Man, that's a perfect- A lot of money in, in San Canyon. Oh, Kind of ran yeah. ranchy area. Heck yeah. Really- I mean, amazing. So we, we've got a lot of people that back there we just yeah. don't know about. Yeah. Remember Mark and Brian? That, that yes, show? Mark I saw Thompson them at the movie theater once. He used to live back there in San Canyon as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. Well, Dave, that, that does it for our first segment. That was, that was a nice little conversation. Yeah. Kind of all about Dave, but I'm, <laughs> we'll, we'll, hey, get, we'll get back to the real, the real stuff, Dave? which is Jesus. Isn't it all, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to Jesus um, now. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to get back into some scriptures. Um, because today is um, the day that it is, we're, we're going to look back at, at the Old Testament and see 
the prophets talking about uh, Yeshua, talking about Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be in Isaiah 53. So come That's back awesome. and we'll, we'll take a look. Excited. All right. Thank you for listening to We're Not Here, the podcast, and for being a part of our family. We appreciate your continued support. We are trying to make sure that our listeners stay connected and support other proclaimers of the gospel as well. With that in mind, please check out the Living Waters YouTube channel. You will see and hear Ray Comfort, as well as other hosts, take the gospel message out into the streets, where they lovingly and truthfully and effectively share Jesus with those who don't believe. You will also find plenty of additional content on cultural issues of the day. Again, thank you for listening, and let's get back to our episode. Hey, welcome back. Hey, this is our Easter special. And what we're going to do today is uh, we're going to, James has actually been digging and doing a lot of uh, research into the book of Isaiah. And we're going to call this our mystery scriptures section. Now, what we're going to do in lieu of it is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day, uh, you can go to any church in America and hear about the resurrection of Christ, which is unbelievably awesome. That is everything in a nutshell. But what we're going to do today is we're going to back it up. I'm talking about back it way up, <laughs> like a 700 to Let's 800 years. Back. I think it's around 760 plus years. Yeah. Maybe wrong um, off the top of my head. But that's when Isaiah the prophet was around. Mm -hmm. And that's how far back you have to go to, for the Jewish people to start learning about what was to come mm -hmm. with the Messiah and his death and his resurrection. Right. So let's see, let's, you know, what James has to say. He's going to throw some history and some scripture. We'll just start reading right out of Isaiah yeah. and then go from there and, and, and see what they saw and what God was trying to set up foundationally be, way before Jesus was born. Right. Go ahead, James. Well, I mean, we, we know, both of us understand um, that the, the entire Bible is about Jesus. So from Genesis to Revelation, the, the, the whole book, the, the, the 66 books within the meta narrative, it's all about Jesus. It's him. And so we know prophetically from all the way back in Genesis, you were starting to see Messiah talk. It was starting, starting to see things that were coming that were foreshadowed. Uh, and that's why, you know, we, with Ripple Effect, we, we tend to lean more towards the Passover than Easter. Uh, Easter came much later. Jesus celebrated the Passover. Uh, he died at the Passover. You know, this is this whole, you know, the Last Supper, as they call it, was at the Pas It was a Passover Seder. That's what it was. Um, so we know from Exodus um, and, and what the Passover was from Exodus, um, that these things were being foretold. These things were happening as foreshadow to Jesus' coming and his death and resurrection and what that would mean for humanity. So when Isaiah comes along, now Isaiah has been the prophet for about 700, well, now I'm, I'm going to take that back. The children of Israel would have been in the promised land for about 700 years already when Isaiah became a prophet, when he was a prophet. So they had already been in the promised land. They had already been conquering and, and living and obeying God. Um, and so Isaiah comes along 
and at that point the 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 two nations well the nation of Israel has been split the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom northern of Israel southern of Judah and he prophesied to both now did they always listen to Isaiah no they didn't um he wasn't as as uh you know destroyed or as uh, what's the word he wasn't as ignored as Jeremiah because they never listened to Jeremiah they respected Isaiah more but they still maybe didn't get it and and to this day we know a lot of Jewish people don't get it they don't they don't believe that this Isaiah 53 section of scripture is for them they believe it's about Israel they don't believe it's about the Messiah um and so this is where it it gets convoluted um for when Jesus time and now Jesus is alive and you know the Jews some Jews are believing some are not and so when he dies and resurrects some believe some don't um, but if we look back at Isaiah, and again, like you said, over 700 years before Christ is even born, um, Isaiah is talking about a coming Messiah. And so let's just read. We're just going to read out of Isaiah 53 and just read the entire thing. And if you want to stop me, stop me. If you see something, if you hear something, you want to stop what me, just stop me. What translation are you reading out of? I'm, I'm going to read out of the complete Jewish Bible. That's the one that I read, um, and it's the one that I highlighted from. Um, but I mean, ESV, uh, you know, ESV is great as well. Um, any any of the translations really speak it, speak closely to it. I like the wording of this one. It's not because I think this is the best one, or I don't listen to any other one. This is just the one that I like the wording for. Um, so it starts out: Who believes our report? To whom is the arm of Adonai revealed, or God? For before him he grew up like a young plant like a root out of the dry ground. He was not well-formed or especially handsome. We saw him, but his appearance did not attract us. People despised him and avoided him, a man of pains, well acquainted with illness, well acquainted with illness. Like some from whom people turn their faces, he was despised. We did not value him. In fact, it was our diseases he bore, our pains from which he suffered. Yet we regarded him as punished, stricken, and afflicted by God. But he was wounded because of our crimes, crushed because of our sins. The, the discipling that makes us whole fell on him. By his bruises we are now healed. Uh, we all, like sheep, went astray. We turned each one to his own way. Yet Adonai laid on him the guilt of us all. Uh, though mistreated, he was submissive. He did not open his mouth like a lamb led to be slaughtered, like a sheep silent before his shears. He did not open his mouth. After forcibly being arrested and sentenced, he was taken away, and none of his generation protested. Sorry, lost my uh, lost my way here. Um, but. Let me, let me read that again. After forcibly being arrested and sentenced, he was taken away and none of his generation protested his being cut off from the land of the living for the crimes of my people who deserve the punishment themselves. He was given a grave among the wicked. His death, he was, in his death, he was with the rich man. Although he had done no violence and said nothing deceptive, yet it pleased Adonai or it pleased God to crush him uh, with illness, to see if he would present himself as a guilt offering. If he does, he will see his offspring 
and they will and he will prolong his days and his hand and his hand Adonai's desire will be accomplished after this ordeal he will see his satisfaction by his knowing pain and sacrifice my righteous servant makes my makes many righteous my righteous servant this is god talking now by knowing pain and sacrifice my righteous my righteous servant makes many righteous it is for their sins that he suffers therefore i will assign him a share with the great he will divide the spoil with the mighty for having exposed himself to death and being counted among the sinners while actually bearing the sin of many and interceding for the offenders that's isaiah 53 now if that's not about Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah who came and lived on this earth as a man and died and then rose again. I don't know what is, right? What where where else other than the gospels can you see such a clear picture of of Jesus, you know, of what he did on the cross. Yeah. Right? I mean and that is that came me. out of the writings of Isaiah who Mm-hmm. was called by God mm-hmm. to be a prophet unto the Jewish people. Right. So what do we know about Isaiah? What do we know about the history of um, who that man was? How was he called? Yeah. I, what, what level, <coughs> what stature was he in the right. community that people would listen? Obviously, over the years, there's a great multitude of Jewish people. Mm-hmm that have been called by God that disregard that scripture, right. disregard his entire uh, prophecy of what's to come. Right. So, you know, was that the case? Was he a, a nobody? Walked out of a cave one day and, and started, you know, like a John the Baptist? Was, right. What do we know about Isaiah? Well, what we know, and, and I don't know a lot of specifics about, about him, and I, I have this book, and I was going to look into it, and I didn't have the time but what what we know about all the prophets were that from elijah uh elijah on there was always a prophet of god in israel mm-hmm. when israel decided that they wanted judges you know they we they didn't they didn't want to just be ruled by yahweh anymore they wanted judges they wanted an earthly they wanted an earthly leader judge, right yeah. right which is crazy kings, but this yeah. is what they wanted and there was always a prophet that would come alongside the judge and would would help to. Um, they were very respected, yeah, and and well known, um, especially when the judge or the king. Because later on, then they wanted kings, right? Mm-hmm. When the judges thing kind of fell apart, now we want a king. We want a king like like other other nations have around. Well, when the kings were godly, they listen to the prophets because the prophets all the prophets were well known and well respected and they listened to those prophets because they were accurate because they knew they were accurate right because they knew they had the ear of god god was speaking directly to them through them for not just for the future but what was happening at the time and that's what elijah elijah was you know elijah was telling them look you you got to clean this up you know same thing with Isaiah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah 23, or was it 29, 11, we always talk about. Mm-hmm. He's telling them, look, yes, God has something great for you, but you're going to head into captivity. And that's why they ignored Jeremiah. 
here's the time. They don't like the bad news. Oh no, they don't want to hear any of that. So we often quote that that Jeremiah twenty nine eleven as a, a life thing today. Uh, but the people at the time, the Jewish people at the time, hated Jeremiah. He was he was beaten. He was yeah. thrown out. He was never. No, no one ever gave him any props, you know. No one ever talked to him uh, or gave him any kind of respect. He didn't want it either because he knew what he he would, knew the message, right? And, and thought, he lost. You don't everything. want to be the unpopular guy, right? He's flogged every day, yeah. right? And he lost his family. He lost everything. Yeah. He had nothing at the end of his life. That's how you know he's a prophet, he's a true God. prophet, right? Okay? He didn't right. get a limo or or or, or a bunch of uh, Mercedes. Or a, a big house, right? Or a big house, or no. well loved, or yeah. well renowned. Yeah. Same thing with Isaiah. He got beat, you know, and and flogged, right? And spit on, right? And and uh, going back to Hebrews, we've been talking later on in Hebrews, it talks about if you're called to this, you will do these things. You will do these mighty things, mighty, 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 mighty. You will, you know, uh, you know, all the great things that that prophets did. Yeah. But you will also be beaten. You will also be disrespected. You will be flogged. You will be put to death. You will be but that's tortured. foreshadowing. Yeah, that's all part of the deal. So Isaiah was respected by some, hated by others because he was always trying to tell them and that again. That's what all the prophets, the the uh, all the prophets of the Old Testament, whenever they would tell Israel something's coming, mm-hmm. the ones who believed and knew Yahweh was real and Yahweh was at work, they believed him. Those who didn't would rebel against it. And and Israel ultimately rebelled all the time. Would you them. say that 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 those were true believers versus um you know, people on the fence, uh, uh milk toast believers, people <laughs> that just want right good news all the time. Well, right. And that and that's what I'm that's what I think it all comes down to is that if there's a comparison. If there's, I mean, if there's any comparison, who are the prophets today? Now, we don't have what we call prophets that pro- prophesy. A lot of times they won't prophesy the future. Prophecy yeah. in the Bible, uh, especially Jewish prophecy, is not so much telling the future. And they do, they do. I mean, again, this is, this is clear about that. Uh, David was a prophet when he spoke in, in uh, Psalm 2. and He's prophesying again. Uh, to the Messiah, the Messiah was coming, first and second. Mm-hmm. Um, but prophecy was about pattern. It was about what are they doing at the time, what's going on at the time. And the prophets would come out and say, look, you need to do this and this so that Yahweh will bless. If you don't, you will be taken into captivity. And what, I mean, Assyrians, Babylonians, uh, Romans finally, all taken captive. Israel kept being taken captive. And they could have had it all. They could have had it all. They could have had everything. And they did at times have everything because they would obey. They would hear the word of God. They would obey. And then they would be blessed. And Israel was, I mean, look at King Solomon, the richest man maybe ever to live. And and the kingdom at that time was, was very wealthy, but they kept disobeying. They kept wanting the kings or they kept wanting the gods plural gods of other nations and they kept serving those other gods and when they did that they would be destroyed uh, not completely destroyed yeah but taken like into captivity and destroyed for the most part but there was always a remnant right we we know that yeah and what can we say today it it's the same today it's a foreshadowing of who we are 
we are grafted in now. We're not replacing Israel, mm-hmm. but we're grafted into the promises. And so now we have eternity with Yahweh and his son, Yeshua. Adopted into Christ. Adopted yes. into Jesus, right? But as we veer off that path. As we choose other gods, yeah. money, sex, drugs, food, whatever it is. And, and, and those self, self is the, the greatest, right? Idol. Right. We decide that we want other things and we, can't, we, we love other things and we're told that we can love other things. We can enjoy good food. We can enjoy our families. We can enjoy our time on vacations. Just don't our, love other things Our beautiful first. backyards, you know? Right. Foremost. Don't put it above God. That's yeah. all he said. Don't put it above me. Don't worship any other God above me. Psalm, right? Psalm. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm um, sorry. The, the, the commandments. The commandments. Yeah. First commandment. Worship no other gods before me. Yeah. And that was being honest. Don't worship other gods. Just I am your God. Yeah. And you are my people. And that's what Jesus always talked about. That's second commandment. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it relates to us today as... Never changes. Man we, is man is man is man. Right. And we see Jesus. We know he's alive. We, we experience him every day. We, his provision. You know, we were talking earlier about this podcast that we're doing, right? We have these brand new mics, brand new stands, brand new setup here that God has provided. Us with, yes. I mean, your story of how he provided that for, for you and what he's provided for us here in this studio, for us to be able to have these things, you know, we see him. And we know that if we use these things for his glory and continue to put yeah. him first and above all, we're going to be blessed. And we're going to continue to be blessed. When we start taking our eyes off of him and start worshiping other things. And we start coveting, oh, man, we're right. We're going to buy even better equipment. <laughs> we you want, start where you're at and right. you let God provide. Right. And it can be tough. You got to go through some dry spells, right? You know, but um, yeah. And it's... and the and and the things that maybe bring on these blessings are struggles and painful, and things that we don't necessarily want to go through. But in those things, it brings us joy. It brings us blessing, right? And we see it all the time. And and so you know, the Israelites at that time were seeing his blessing, but they kept taking their eyes off of him and. Um, for those Jewish people who, who read Isaiah 53 here and see Israel instead of seeing Yeshua, instead of seeing Jesus, you know, they, they will continually be blinded until he opens their eyes later on. And what is it when they're just seeing Israel over Jesus? Now you're, you're, right. you are coveting or you are idolizing something right. other than Jesus, right. other than Yeshua at the top. Right. So now they're looking at, what is that? That's self. Right. They're looking, oh, us as a people. Right. You know, we're the chosen one. Well, you just got out of whack, buddy. Yeah. And, and, and what do Christians do right now? Christians, uh, a lot of times, Christians are very pro-America, very pro-United States to the point where they idolize their country yeah, and it's nationalism, just like what Israel is doing. It's nationalism as opposed to truly thanking God for the country that He's given us to live in. Yeah, I'm. We're all grateful to live in this country that we live in, but to put it above God, there's nothing inherently wrong with loving your country, right? Flying that flag, right? And Fourth of July, and we absolutely love this country, right? But the minute you put that country at number one, right. and you knock God down a notch, right. 
the, the giver of all, the one who created this government, the right. one who created this freedom, mm. uh, then now, now you are, you're out of whack just like the Israelites. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's what a lot of times we have done is that Christian nationalism thing that has arisen. It's creeping up. It's, right. it's been creeping up, and, and yeah. it's, it's very tempting. Yeah. You know? That, that pro-Trump thing when Trump was, you know, doing all these things in Israel and doing all this stuff. All in the Bible prophecies. And people start lining oh, up and yeah. Nebuchadnezzar and, and, and <laughs> yeah. he's the chosen one. Right. And the four trumpets and he's a Trump. And right. <laughs> so everything's coming out of the woodwork yeah. because we yeah. desperately want kings and judges. Yeah. Wow. We want somebody to rule over us and, and not God. That same nature has never left man. That's crazy. I never even put that together. We still want to be led. That's just how good I am, James. <laughs> oh, wait. Have oh, I fallen into the trap oh, already? Oh, we're getting back to the... <laughs> back to self. Uh... <laughs> right but, before your very eyes. But that's, yeah, that happened I, in real time right there. Real time, baby. <laughs> only, on this, only on this podcast. Right, right. But, but yeah, you're right in saying that we we don't trust one politician but we 100% trust this other politician you know we because that one's on the wrong side this one's on the right side or this one's on the left side or this one's on the right side whatever yeah. it is we put our hope and our trust and our everything into these men yeah. and women and we take it off of god and this is exactly what we're doing in our country now Right there's two sides of it. There's there's the left and the right, and uh, you know they have complete opposite. Yeah. But when we say no, we are not on the right. We are not on the left. We are about a kingdom. We're kingdom. about. We're we are what Chuck Missler used to say. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm a. Oh, what did he say? What, uh, I can't I can't think of the word he said. But we 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 worship a king. We want a king, yeah. And then he would turn it back to King Jesus. You know, his his kingdom. It's his kingdom. It's his reign. It's everything that we are is him. Uh, everything we have is because of him. That's funny that we're talking about this because I, I literally this week posted something that I was praying and this just popped out of my mind. So I thought, ah, what the heck? I I post everything that comes out of my brain, you know, right. just like everybody else on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, um, I think I said it's we are. Jesus did not die to free us from an oppressive government. I'm talking about anybody yeah, in the world. Right. He didn't die to free to give us freedom from oppressive governments. Right. He died to to give us freedom from our own oppression. Yeah. We are yeah, oppressed as a human uh, human beings. Right. And he died to so we might have freedom from our own oppression. Yeah. And you know, that's uh that's what it's saying right here. It's saying right there. It's funny that yeah. was on my mind this week, and I didn't even yeah. realize it until now. Yeah, he suffered for our sins. He he took our affliction. He took affliction for us. Yeah, he took that suffering for our crimes, thing. for what we did personally, for who we are, and this wretched heart, sinful heart that we have. He took it all. I like how us. when you read in uh, in um, Isaiah right there, it said that they uh, they deserved. Uh, to die, they deserve right. the retribution that should be theirs. Um, the but yet, Adonai sent someone in their place. Right, it was uh, the first part of that. Was it the first you're reading? Um, but even that backs up, you know, that we deserve it. 
Yeah. Man deserves from the foundation of this earth, we deserve the wages of our sin right. need to be paid, and they need to be paid in death. Right. That's what wages means. Wages of sin is death. Right. And, and he had to die for, but not for his own sins, for no, our sins. Yet God, God put his yeah. son as the way to fulfill yeah. the payment, the wages yeah. um, that were owed to God. Yeah. Yeah, and says, he's so just and, and and yet so merciful that he can't go back on his word. So he has to right. get those wages from somewhere. Right. He had to get he them from somewhere. He has to pay for death somewhere. Yeah. And you know, that's the marvel of Easter right there. Yeah, it's the marvel of the cross for for sure that that uh, you know, it goes he, beyond human understanding. Right. Is no I can't see myself going through what he did ever. No. I don't know how it I could emotionally or physically handle it um i would definitely you know try any way i could to get out of that and yeah. he went through it as hard as it was for a human being and he was fully human fully fully god he was fully human and he obeyed god unto he death just he, he went all the way obeyed right uh it says in fact for us and this is isaiah 53 4 in fact it was our diseases that he bore our pains from which he suffered Yet we we regarded him as punished, stricken, afflicted by God. He was wounded because of our crimes, crushed because of our sins. The, discip, the, the disciplining that makes us whole fell on him, and by his bruises we are healed. So, yeah, it, he, he took it all. And um, the other thing that I find really, that I love about Isaiah 53 is the beginning of it, um, going back to... Um, Verse two and on from two to two to two and three. Uh, for before him, he grew up like a young plant, like a root out of dry ground. He was not well formed or especially handsome. We saw him, and but his appearance did not attract us. People despised and avoided him. A man of pain, well acquainted, well acquainted with illness, like some, like someone from whom people turn their faces. He was despised, and we did not value him. So he was nothing to look at, you know. He he wasn't anything that that we would see as a Messiah or someone that we would be attracted to. And I think that's the difference of what's happening, what's going to happen with the Antichrist or the the false prophet yeah. that's going to come, is that he's going to be beautiful and he's going to show himself. Now, see, for those who have read Isaiah fifty three and who understand it and believe in it. We know that our Jesus was not a good-looking man. It says right there, he wasn't handsome. He wasn't something that we could in, look into on. into a crowd and you would not notice You'd actually maybe even turn away from him because he wasn't good-looking, because he was afflicted and a man of illness. When I first learned that, I, yeah. I, I it kind of bummed me out because right. we've dressed him up right. and made him into... How many supermodels have played Jesus? <laughs> and, and that or the, the good-looking guy with long hair in the, in yeah, the church. Yeah, the white Scandinavian guy <laughs> with you know, beautiful highlights in his hair right, right. and straight teeth. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, wow, so how do I see Jesus in my mind? If he, right. Because, and it, it, it's, it's uh, man has, that's an, we idolized, we took the reality of who he was and we dressed him up and created an idol that we could put on a stained yeah. glass window right. and on a statue. Right. And because he's not good enough for us. Right. 
and that and that is actually taken from old Babylonian god worship. That that picture of of Jesus with the thing around his head and and Mary, wow. that that whole thing is it comes from Babylon. It comes from the old the ancient Babylonian uh, god god worship, and we're going to get into that. Wow, soon. But uh, I don't know. You, I know you've seen this guy. There's a guy that walks around Santa Clarita, uh, long hair, dark. Dirty, dirty yeah. clothes, always walking around, right? The mall, Santa, always walking around. Well, we here. call him Santa Clarita Man. Okay, so yeah. I, I didn't know that. But it's actually pretty, yeah, pretty well known. I think Jesus looked more like he, like, like him. Very possibly. And whenever I see him, I think, man, that's probably what Jesus looked like. And that's why people just didn't care and would never be attracted to that type of man. Um, and when, when he came, those who did believe, that must have been like something about him, and they believed, like Peter and John and, and Matthew, they just believed, and they followed him. And um, they didn't necessarily need to see a miracle. Some of them did. Some of them just, uh, this, is, this is the guy. This is the Messiah, the yeah. way he's talking. And he looked maybe like Santa Clarita man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy to think about that. So yeah, scruffy. Yeah, uh, he's a worker. Dirty, he had messed calluses, up hair. Yeah, you know, uh, dirty feet, dirty clothes. Um, just and I and I've seen people try to dress him up. I've I've seen people try to. I think some people bought him clothes one time, and there was a picture on Facebook yeah. with him dressed up, like not dressed up, dressed, but like a nice shirt, and, you know, decent pants, and um, he didn't stay like that long. He went he went right back to his dirty clothes that he wears all over the all over town. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where he lives. I don't know where he stays. It could be an angel. I I often think sometimes he's an angel, like in you know human form. He'll just he'll be at the mall all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. And then I'll see him over here on the street, you know. I'm like, did he take the bus out here? He sat I mean, in front of in the row in front of us at the movies a couple of weeks ago. Really? My wife nudged me and she said, "That's Santa Clarita man." Wow. He's and at the movies. I've never spoken to him. I've always seen him. Yeah. And I thought one of these days I'm gonna when it's real hot. Yeah. Um, I usually carry a, a bucket of water, cold okay. waters, right? And in because it, it can be one fifteen, yeah, you know, one ten, one twelve yeah. out here in the summer. So right. I'll see him. I'll pull over and and strike up a conversation, give him a water, and see, yeah. see you know, That'd be interesting hear man. about him. But he's got a he's got a story. He, he's somebody he has to right. He has to have some type of story. But putting Santa Clarita man aside and getting back to Jesus, yeah, he was he was. He was nothing that we would nothing we would at. worship. No, he was not the man to worship. So we had to create a Jesus that was worthy of worship. Right, and that's what happened over the years. We we prettied him up, didn't we? Right, we did, and and, you, and distorted the view of yeah. who he was. Yeah, granted, he's still a man. Yeah, so we're not worshiping the man Jesus, but. No. When you go beyond that skin, he is glorious. He's God. He's f- beyond beauty. Yeah. So, and that's what people, he allowed certain people to see that in him. Right. In those days. And the people that. Yeah. The, yeah. The, maybe they were The light able bulb to went off and past. said, I just saw the Messiah. Right. Because they didn't see this man. Yeah. They saw the Messiah. Yeah. Interesting. And, Interesting. Um, do you remember what it said about um, King Saul? Um, how King Saul, when he appeared, um, he was tall 
and handsome and rugged mm-hmm. and he was that man yeah a man's man king saul right yeah and then david was this little farmer boy you know yeah. little you know caretaker in the fields uh, of the flock and stuff you know a little shepherd boy um and he was nothing really he was just just a guy you know just yeah. this little kid out there or young man uh it reminds me of that you know and then saul ends up being an antichrist figure um and then david being a jesus-like figure so again the antichrist is gonna we are so fooled by the optics yeah man uh, he's I gonna love, be beautiful i, I love it when when you know over the years that people say oh he's so presidential like we're <laughs> right. talking about our leader right somebody right. who has stature yeah. and wears a suit right. impeccably right. and has that chiseled jaw mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for right because we're so earthly and so yeah. into the physical that we don't see right uh, be, beyond that skin yeah yeah and and it's it, it's just i, I love so I to love see jesus you have things, to man. see jesus you have to see him you don't right yeah you got to see deep and you've you've got to be revealed jesus right and that's probably the difference obviously yeah to, to, to even present day people right. walk around and and they think they know jesus right but have they been revealed the true Jesus, right? Or are they are they worshiping a stained glass image, right? And, you know, and, their version of what uh, they want Jesus to be, right? And and the the pastors uh, of these churches that we know, are they reflecting Jesus, or are they reflecting an image, a yeah. man, a man's yeah. image? You know, some the most prominent, the most um, famous. You know, popular men out there who are calling themselves pastors are very good-looking guys, you know, and and have that stature. They they're looked at as the beautiful, the beautiful guys, well, the good-looking the, guys, right? And they they are uh, self-professed anointed. Are they, they have the anointing of right. God on them, and that's a you know we're getting into such idol worship in yeah. this, in these days, right? Um, are there are truly... no celebrities in the kingdom. Hey, that was. A, that was I thought that was going to be a quote for the future, but you I was brought it out right now. A, I, I just, that popped in my head the other day, out. and I wrote that down, and I went, uh, you know what? There's nobody. We get excited with the Kanyes supposedly coming to or Christ, anybody, or uh, you know, a, a big actor, yeah, and he speaks out for Jesus. Right. Love it. I right. think that's awesome, and I totally respect that. Right. But um, don't get excited when a celebrity comes to meet the Lord because they're not a celebrity; just people. They are people, and there are no celebrities in that kingdom. We're going to walk in there by the skin of our teeth, and uh, uh, you know, bowing to God in thankfulness, humility, humility that He would allow us into such a place, such an inner sanctum that uh, we can't help but being shattered and broken at that moment. You don't walk in; nobody knows you in heaven. Right? You know Jesus. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's it. You know, do we represent Jesus? Do, do we know him? Do we know him from the Old Testament? Can we read the Old Testament and see him in, in the writings of the, of the prophets? Him, and, yeah. Right. Can we see, can we, I mean, now that I know, uh, and what I've learned uh, now, he, it jumps out all the time. I see Messiah. I see foreshadowing of him all throughout the Old Testament. And uh, and now when I read the New Testament, it, it just, oh, wow, I remember reading about that in Psalm or in Isaiah or in Genesis or in Exodus, you know, wherever it is. 
Um, and, and it just, man, it's so full. It's, it, it's like, it's more fulfilling now because you see it everywhere and we know him and we love him. And we, we, we may not have regarded him in our former state because we were sinners, but now that we're redeemed, now that we're bought with that blood that he spilled, now that we're no longer living those sinful lives, but now seen as righteous in the father through Jesus on the cross. Now we see him. Now we know him. Now he's beautiful to us. Now everything about him is, we see him in creation now. We see mm-hmm. him in everything. Um, and so glory be to God for his love and his mercy on us, sending his son to die on a cross so that we could have this life that we have now and eternity one day with him. Um, that's it, man. That's that's it. It's it's we we could be done for the day right now, Dave. I think yeah. because it makes me feel bad that I actually wore my Easter shirt today <laughs> and to bring attention to myself. <laughs> well, hey, don't don't worry I'm about. I'm gonna that. go home and burn this thing. <laughs> There's mercy, Dave. There's grace. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, whatever you're doing today, I hope you enjoyed your day with your family. Uh, whether you uh, look at the Easter. Um, side of things or whether you are on the the passover side of things um you know we we've talked about easter and where that comes from you know the the pagan side of it and christmas and all the holidays that are now that you know everybody celebrates um but we don't believe that everybody who believes or celebrates easter is a pagan right uh, if you're if you're if you believe in jesus and you're a follower of of jesus or a follower of yeshua and you believe in him you're saved by grace through the blood he, he shed on that cross. So, yeah. um, yes, there are some very weird things going on with Easter today with Easter egg hunts and all that stuff. But, um, it's still, it's still a day that we can celebrate his resurrection, which again, we do every single day. It's the know? shiny objects. And whenever right. you get truth, right. You always have, uh, Satan showing you a shiny. Eye. Hey, look over here. Yeah, right. Look at this big pink bunny. Right, you know, dropping dropping chocolate eggs out of his <laughs> rear end and, and money. Yeah, it's always something <laughs> money. you know, odd and unusual. Look right. at this this elephant, you know, in, in the room sticking out. But right. the truth of and the reality of Christ is that He's always there. He's not trying to get your attention. Amen. He 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 has your attention when you see Him. Yeah, He's in the sh- He's in the shadows. Yeah, and He's waiting for us to 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 just calm down you know uh, our our brains and our our spirit and just ponder and think about him and when you when you do that when you give up all of the the, the attractions of the world and all of these shiny objects and you just close your eyes and just say reveal yourself to me lord mm. you open those eyes there he is yeah. he, all of a sudden you can see him mm-hmm. in the Clearly. in the back in the in the in the background, right. just sitting there so peacefully, just waiting for us. Yeah. And he's such a gentleman. Amazing. Amazing that he's called us, Dave, that he, you know, we're, we're part of that chosen group. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's it for today. Um, I'm, we are blessed to have been able to do this today and, and, um, we'll spend the rest of the day with our families, but, uh, yeah, you know, hit us up. Hit us up, 
um where, what's the website they where can they find yeah we're at not here to that's t-o-o not here to.com we have a comment section uh you can connect with us drop us a, a note mm-hmm. you know good or bad if you if you can't stand our voices and and the yeah. content then let us know we want <laughs> to know, know that and uh and we're also on facebook we're on facebook instagram instagram um you can find our podcast on spotify yeah. if you go to spotify it's we're not here the podcast if you really don't like us james address is <laughs> and his personal phone number wow no wow Dave. <laughs> um but yeah so uh you know contact us be become a part of the uh, the community that we're trying to build here um remain close to jesus may, mainly whether you listen to us fully or you listen to us once in a while or we're just a whatever, resource or just a use. resource every once in a while whatever you want as long as you're staying close to jesus and as long as we are being used for that end yeah that's that's the whole point so uh god bless you guys have god a great week dave we'll see you back here next week yes sir all right <laughs>